1: And VR bets daily, and it is a feel good Friday, Dre. You want to know why? It's a feel good Friday.
2: I'm a uh, waiting, <laughs> waiting patiently. Oh boy!
1: It's a feel good Friday because everyone faded me, like I told them to, and went three and one.
2: Three and one, baby. So easy.
1: Like you know, this show uh, is supposed to be about making people money. Yeah, so whether sure. I'm right or wrong right. It doesn't matter when I tell you not to That's follow true. me. You know, look, <laughs> if I would have gone 3 and 1 today, I would have felt bad because I told everyone to go against me mm-hmm. and people, you know, I would have had right. my right. um what do you call the people that like follow you that uh like You're my, my apostles.
2: Sure, sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I would have felt bad because they listened to me and then I, I took their money, mm-hmm. but uh everyone faded me that's right into oblivion yep and it worked and y'all win 3 and 1 so congratulations i hope that you get some enjoyment out of my deep seated pain
2: yeah whatever um whatever strategies we're giving out it doesn't really matter as long as they're winning strategies and this clearly was with those 3 and 1 matchups what's the one that didn't win uh, i mean that you won <laughs> and we didn't win <laughs>
1: Uh that would be Jordan Spieth beat Kevin Kisner. Um Ugh. he beat him yeah. by one stroke.
2: Of course. Of I course couldn't even get did.
1: like a comfortable win. That's mm. the world I'm in right now. I mean, hell, I had Ricky over Rory. Yeah. And it didn't have a chance from like the second hole.
2: Ricky's just bad at golf all of a sudden.
1: Well, he was four under yesterday. I mean he shot sixty seven. And then just absolutely falls apart today. I don't understand. I, I honestly, okay, time for a, a rant. What <laughs> the <laughs> hell is golf doing not allowing you to watch this until 1 p.m.? I mean, you've got to
2: be yeah. kidding
1: me. Yeah. Uh, also, to Michael uh, from Broncos Europe, Andre did not have that. I kind of had it i had it earlier
2: in the week then i talked myself out of it yesterday and took man you
1: i kind of had it in the sense that i said i want tottenham draw no bet because i was worried about the draw and there you go you get the draw there you go chris hill see chris hill you know like you said it's all about finding trends and exploiting them the trend right now fade me that's the trend um so maybe i shouldn't even speak Uh, when we talk about the headliner of this show and the headliner of this weekend's UFC event. I'm not even going to say his name. I'm going to let you talk about him. I'm not going to put my magic, my dark magic, on top of him.
2: Even you couldn't screw up this weekend for our guy, Curtis Razor Blades' uh, main event. Uh, This Saturday, we'll be watching at the DNVR Bar, and really, I've been thinking about it since that first pay-per-view minus maybe Amanda Nunez. I'm not sure we've seen a bigger a more talented prime contender than Blades uh in all these fights leading up. I mean, he's really that caliber. I don't I, I know he's our guy, so we almost take it for granted, but I'm just so excited to watch him um against Alexander Volkov.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that real quickly. Just a uh an update on where we are. So first of all, I got to finish my rant. The whole world is waiting for live sports right now. Like they're like, give us live sports. I mean, Mm -hmm. the people who hate on, on golf constantly Mm -hmm. are down to watch some of this and bet on it, especially right. And it's not as if one o'clock is like, you know, halfway through, right? We're like three quarters of the way done by the time we get any coverage of this how the hell is that happening, Andre? And and yeah. you know what? I'll just incriminate myself right mm-hmm. here. I even tried to find an illegal stream. There's no illegal streams to be found, which I can't even comprehend that. So uh, I'm just I'm scratching my head on how a professional sports league can have so little of the actual action televised.
2: Yeah, I. I don't even know how I have the golf channel. I'm paying some extra money to even have that. And that won't even give me this
1: golf channel it, does not have featured groups starting at 9am because I had the golf channel on starting at like eight thirty today. There was nothing. They were showing some like, um, they were showing some like U uh, us open mm. tribute show 11am yeah, right. and 11am they brought in, you know, coverage which was just essentially you know them talking about what they think is gonna happen then once in a while they show a shot from the course but uh, this is just unacceptable completely unacceptable we need like this is here here this is this this is a atrocity also they gotta get with the betting people don't care about the the end of the day i realized that tomorrow and sunday you know all the action is going to be at the end of the day but sure. people are betting on these matchups yeah. that are going off at 5 a.m. they want right. to see what's going on
2: yeah i don't under incomprehensible with the the state of the sports world right now that they wouldn't they would deprive us of early morning golf
1: and they want when... you to pay 10.99 or some garbage get it's like get out of here maybe 4.99
2: maybe not even yeah
1: Get out of here, or at, or do a la carte. You know, make me pay five bucks to watch the the first two days or whatever. I'll do that. Uh, anyways, I, I've, I've gone off the rails. Okay, quick but, update but... on the guys who you might have rode with me before we knew we were fading me. <laughs> so Tony Fee now we've got him in the top thirty, on, uh, and he's playing some good golf. He's on yes. eighteen green right now, has a chance to putt to get to nine under, which would be huge. Let's go if he can make that putt, but. Uh, they're obviously suspended right now. So, uh, um, we don't know. It'll be a while before we know if he makes that, uh, who else did we have? Gary Woodland. We have him to finish in the top 30, a nice little charge today, a little 68 out there. He's in 41st place. Uh, so he'll have a chance. He'll have a chance to get us in there. Two good, two good rounds. and we're in, uh, Justin Thomas. We have him top 20. Now he's gonna have to really put it together, but encouraging signs today as he shot huh. 66, five under 66, to get himself uh, inside the cut line. Which yeah. back-to-back weeks of the cut line being well under par, um, yeah. And so he'll uh, he'll have a chance to play his way into it in the weekend. Mm-hmm. He'll have to really put together some good golf, and unfortunately, uh, Harold Varner, your boy. You talked me into it, honestly. I'm blaming you for this one. Um, he, it was easy money. The, we had him the <laughs> top 40. And uh, he fires, you know, he's one under par. He's playing good golf by anyone else's standards. Doesn't even come close to making the cut. Uh, and then the oh last goodness. one here, he's got two holes left to make the cut. Come on. He's one off the cut line. It's Xander Shoffley. Ugh. But even if he makes a cut, we got to get him all the way up there into the top twenty. So, it looks like a best case scenario right now is going to be a three for five. Okay. Um, but two for five is more likely. Um, and and the only person who's inside where we need him to be right now is Tony Fina.
2: Good old Tony, your guy. What happened he really to is Spieth? my guy? Where is he?
1: Spieth is sitting well, there at t twenty nine. He didn't do anything today. Just nothing exciting
2: yeah just the minus one bro you didn't have kepka in any of this Jeez.
1: no i got off kepka because he let me down last week after i said that he was going to treat it like a major and he didn't yeah, it's true. um so i don't know I, I mean i've sprinkled some free i keep getting free bet like literally the is just firing free bets at me out of a yeah. cannon
2: you're um, their favorite customer. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously, I'm giving them free money every day. Um, exactly. But I just, and they keep throwing free bets at me, and I keep sprinkling it on people to win the tournament. So, mm. well, you know, <laughs> nice. maybe we'll get a miracle. If Tony wins, I'm back in. I'm back in gr- in the green. um Who Beautiful. else do I? Ha- who else did I sprinkle here? uh I think I might have a little bit on Gary Woodland. Uh, so, oh, I have some Dustin Johnson action.
2: A little Dustin Johnson dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <God>.
1: Dustin Johnson.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Oh God. So, you know, cross your fingers, pray for me. But I, I we don't because of the suspended round. We don't have matchups mm. yet for tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So I'll, I'll try to get those in tonight, uh, yeah. and then I'll let you guys know where and how to fade me um and hopefully you like chris hill can make some more money off my misery yep okay it is blades week we've been waiting for this since we started on our U- at least i have since we started on our ufc kick i've just kept saying when's blades gonna when's blades gonna fight when's blades yep. gonna fight uh and he's fighting he is a heavy heavy favorite in this uh yep. no pun intended on the weight class that he participates in um and that makes it interesting in terms of how to bet on him and have it still be fun again i am not i'm not saying anything about my picks um but maybe i'll give you guys some interesting things that you could consider that i go. won't be giving out so Excellent. let's go through the whole card where we'll, we'll work our way towards blades
2: okay perfect um I, i'll Last couple of weeks, I've been giving kind of my prelim upset of the of the weekend, and this week I I love a local kid, Austin Hubbard, who trains with uh with Blades. Uh, he's going to be in his third UFC fight. Uh, he's tough as hell, really good uh, fighting on his feet, and can really hold his own on the ground. He's going against uh, UFC débutant Max uh, Roxpoff who um for someone debuting in the UFC is kind of a big favorite at minus 186. Roxpoff has won so far uh his five professional fights are all round one submissions. Wow. Uh,
1: so he really gets his Roxpoff quick. That's
2: <laughs> beautiful. Well played. <laughs> um, and I I just think Hubbard's really getting underestimated. This is a guy who, you know, just like Roxpoff, two two champions in other um Fight, fighting divisions or or what have you, other leagues. Um, and the fact that Hubbard's been training at elevation and, uh, you know, has this experience in the UFC, you know, his last fight he lost in a decision to a silver medalist uh, Danish wrestler um, in the Olympics. So, you know, he's, he's been tested at a higher level. I think everyone's expecting Roxpoff to just go off and continue this streak, and he's a hot name. I liked Hubbard here at plus 150. And if you want to hedge that a little, you could take Max to win in round one um, at plus 300 because he feels like the kind of guy who, if you get out of round one, then Hubbard's really going to have a huge advantage. Um, And that might be something I consider in the live bet if we get out of round one as well. So there's my early prelim upset and a few other caveats to throw in there
1: all right well we love colorado fighters that has been That's a right. great trend for us austin hubbard great name for a guy who trains out of colorado just you know sounds like the guy you might run into at like lake street tavern or maybe the dnvr bar you know just a it's yep. a very denver name i think
2: right just met austin hubbard yep at the dnvr bar you <laughs> yeah. know he's fighting this weekend crazy
1: huh? yep exactly um,
2: it's fighting rockspuff Yeah, it all just <laughs> flows so well. Um, and then into the, the main card. Um, but we have a couple interesting just uh, stylistic matchups. And the first one is this Liam Good against uh, Bilal Muhammad. And Muhammad is the favorite at minus 130. Good, just slight underdog at plus 105. Good is kind of the flashier, Quicker mover, defensive guy. Uh, these guys are both just rocked up. um And but Muhammad, he's gonna be—he's that bulldog. He's what class s- is this? I gotta double check. They're in the one fifty fives, or maybe even one seventies. Here, I have it on the other browser. Unless Sorry, it's didn't, no, didn't mean
1: to derail you there. You're fine.
2: You're fine. They're fighting at one seventy. So yeah, these are welterweights. So it's going to be exciting, just uh, just to see that. I, I don't know what Drew's referring to with the bill of the day. That was fine. Um, oh, okay. Oh, right. I forgot all about that. Um, wow, how could you? Yeah, it's true. I, I got into the, the best UFC. Thing I've done coaching. on this show all week. That's <laughs> true. Um, well, no, you're you're winning some people money now, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put yourself down. Now, remember, this is in Las Vegas at the UFC Apex smaller cage. Muhammad's going to be the better grappler. He's the tone setter. He's the guy who's going to kind of come at it. Um, so I do like him just slightly, though. I see this as a pretty even matchup. The line I really like for this is for it to not go the distance, which is plus one twenty. These guys could. In a normal setting, I could easily see either go to a decision and kind of play this out in three rounds. The way these two guys match up stylistically, I just think it's going to be too hard for this to not come to, you know, some get a finish one way or another. And I like Mohammed just slightly as the tone setter here. Um, And yeah, I like that plus 120 to not go the distance.
1: I'm uh, scared to be in public while watching ufc because i like i just really get really into these fights like you know i'm like squirming on the couch like trying i feel like sometimes i think i'm in the fight i'm like out there trying to dodge and whatnot so i can already picture if this is a this is a fight where these guys are going to be going after each other i'm going to be like oh oh, oh, oh." so uh,
2: i'll take that over what i do when i have ko bets which is just shout finish them at the tv <laughs> on repeat which uh, is a very sane behavior for a, a grown adult to do with a child at
1: home. <laughs> you're like you're hearkening your uh, inner mortal combat
2: that's right there was a lot of that going on without walt harris before he blew it all like <gasps> finish them, finish them. <laughs>
1: <just> it really <laughs> is like it, it's an, when you when you it's cheer so on funny. these guys it's a very aggressive I mean, it's aggressive sport, so it fits, but you're just like, right. come on, finish it. Good, good.
2: <laughs> right, for sure, 100%. Um, really good so to yeah. get adrenaline going. God, I love oh, this Oh, it does. It's great. Um, another opening card matchup, maybe the least exciting here is Roosevelt Roberts, one of the few guys we've already seen. Roberts, you know, kind of a skinnier, wiry guy, just 26, so young for the UFC. And man, this guy's a stud. He can do everything, so mobile, Uh, He goes against veteran Jim Miller, who's a plus 185 underdog. Miller doesn't scare me too much. Roberts is a minus 240. I'll take him. That won't go as one of my picks with such a big favorite. A line I am intrigued by here is Roberts to win by submission at plus 350. Not necessarily a KO artist, but he's got great reach. I think he could get Miller on the floor and finish him with a submission. Of course, that's kind of a long shot. But if you want to put some action on this fight, that's where I'd go.
1: Roosevelt Roberts and Jim Miller sound more like like transcendentalists than they do sound like uh, fighters out here.
2: We just got a notification. They'll be the new Monday Night Football crew for this uh, this <laughs> yeah. year. Roosevelt Roberts and Jim Miller, like that, sounds really good on a press release. Then everyone would be like, "Sorry, who? I've never heard these guys before, but they sound better than Booger McFarland. So fine.
1: This guy needs um, a nickname. Like, do they call him Ro Rob? That could work for a fighter. Roosevelt Roberts just isn't gonna do it.
2: Why do you only ask the questions I'm not prepared to answer?
1: <laughs> he probably has some. La- so many of these guys have such lame nicknames. They're like Roosevelt, the Steel Curtain, uh, Roberts,
2: the Predator. Yeah, see, yeah, <laughs> it's that's garbage. Get
1: <laughs> that out of here. You can't just take names from movies. Uh, um, the Finisher. But- <laughs>
2: Bilal Muhammad is remember the name I really like that
1: remember the
2: name Muhammad
1: that yeah that sounds like a a lyric in a song more than it does a nickname but we'll give it to
2: him and um I think we've kind of reached uh halfway through this main card and halfway through the show
1: and that is a good time to remind you that if you're gonna get in on the action this weekend you want to do it at DraftKings Sportsbook like I said I don't know what's going on with DraftKings Sportsbook, but they just have this cannon, and no matter where I go, they just fire free bets at me, and I'm (laughs) like, what's this? And then I just put it on something that's a long shot, and it goes away. Um, But they keep me coming back, and they'll they'll definitely keep you coming back. There's all sorts of great promotions uh, at DraftKings. They always have something good, and this weekend, if you're betting on UFC, they once again have fight night protection, Mm. meaning – if you pick a fighter to win on the money line, and they lose, not in a decision, but in any other way, right. submission, DQ, knockout, TKO, then you'll get your money back in a free bet. So th- this is the type of stuff that really highlights why legal betting is great. And right mm-hmm. now, you can get a $1,000 sign-up bonus when you use the code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. $1,000, use the code DNVR. And get in on the action at DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And yes, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Nice. All right. We've made our way halfway through the card. We've got some picks. What was the one you liked on that again?
2: On the Robert's? uh taking Roberts to win by submission at plus 350.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Yeah, it... cuz he's such a big favorite. I I think he he finishes it, but he's more of a submission than a KO
1: guy. Okay.
2: So. Okay. Yeah, it's a decent hedge. Then um we get into the ladies fight for the the main card, Raquel Pennington who trains out at Altitude MMA here in Aurora, um going against Marion Renault. Look, uh, this is going to be a really exciting matchup because these two gals are excellent on their feet. Uh, Pennington's really a brawler. Renault has some amazing speed, um, really kind of a volume puncher who's going to keep coming at you. So I think this is going to be fun. And that clash of styles almost has me intrigued by the plus 140 for Renault. The problem is Renault's kind of a late-in-life MMA adopter. So she's had way fewer fights, but she's 42 Pennington's 31 and Pennington's 42. fought. Yeah. 42. Um, and uh, Pennington has just fought a, a whole other caliber of, uh, fighters at this point in his career. Uh, Amanda Nunes, Holly Holmes, you know, people who even the casual, uh, person would know Renault isn't at that level just yet. Um, so I'm just I, I have a hard time going with the upset here just because Pennington's so safe. You know, Pennington at minus one eighty isn't great value. Um and and I do see this going out of decision. So I don't see a ton of props uh related. But I think this well, what, sets is it, up-
1: what is it to go to decision? Do you see that? That line yeah
2: yeah to to go the distance it was it was in the minuses, I think almost in the minus, so
1: you number. could get Pennington to win by decision at one thirty seven but that's a lot of uh minus one thirty seven but that's a lot mm-hmm. of you know variables there that you're kind of counting on, yeah, I would never I would never uh bet on someone to win by decision because your heart will get ripped out and just shown to you on a platter. <laughs>
2: I know, and yet sometimes it is like, man, that's such nice value. Like Amanda Nunes in that one, like that had no business going five rounds. They had to ask her, her opponent's corner and her opponent, like multiple times, "Do you want to continue?" Have checked could. out? Right, uh, and it's still, you know, and so whoever bet on that, that was in the plus plus four hundreds. But I feel you. That's a, yeah, that's a tough one to take. That's a tough one to sweat out.
1: Yeah, you um, gotta sweat it. You're rooting against your own fighter in the right, mat. Like, right, yeah. it's, just not, it's not a good situation.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's a tough one. Josh Emmett against Shane Burroughs. That's going to be a really fun fight. Um, another great clash of styles. Emmett Big KO power, Bulldog just going to come after. He's that Justin Gagey, Drew Dober, aggressive puncher, and has a nice wrestling background. So as a plus 115 underdog, I'm quite intrigued by him. Burroughs, flashier, more athletic. Uh, You know, nice chin is going to keep this going. Maybe not a KO artist, but a guy who come the second and third round with that athleticism and flash. Uh, can get a couple really like nasty shots in and can finish you with a TKO, you know, and just overwhelm you over time. Really excited for this fight. Um, and I'm intrigued, you know, Emmett's the guy I tend to gravitate towards because I like the aggressor. I like the 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 greater KO punch. I don't like fearing for my life the entire fight and being like,
1: no, please don't. Please him. don't land that. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Um, but, you know, it, it sort of reminds me of the Cody Garbrandt fight uh, last week where Garbrandt's the guy that scares me less, but then, you know, final bell, he just uncocks one. And that's the thing with these flashy athletic guys. They have those special kind of shots in uh, available to them as well, but I'm going to go with the better value here in Emmett and, and the guy I feel a little safer uh, watching live doubling down. Emmett's won two of his last four in round one knockouts. um, And none of his fights go in the distance. This is another one where he's going to force the issue so much. He either gets the KO or TKO or he's forced into one. Um, So Emmett to win in round one is plus 450. If you believe in Emmett, I would add that to the mix because that's nice value. Under two and a half rounds, minus 145. Intriguing as well.
1: Yeah, that Um, is intriguing.
2: And so, yeah, and that's a fight I'm quite excited about with these two uh, ranked contenders. And then Blades Volkov, man. I I told you to start the week off air. uh, When I was talking to Blades last Friday, I think he was in the minus 270s. By the time we talked about this on Monday, he was already minus 400. Uh, Last I checked a few hours ago, he was minus 435. And Volkov is a plus 318. Um. I saw an article on ESPN where they asked like five, six different coaches and fighters. Do you think uh, Volkov has a chance to beat blades? All five or six picked blades to win. Um, And this is against a top five ranked contender in the heavyweight division. Volkov, very accomplished uh, kickboxer. Um, You know, he's held his own against some really accomplished, uh, uh, you know, uh, wrestlers as well. But, Blade's combination of athleticism, his wrestling background, his grappling, and the fact that Volkov's 67 to Blade's 6 foot 4, but they have the same reach. And that's Volkov's entire game is to play you um, at a distance, keep you on the edge. Well, as I was talking to Blade's in the show last week, you can find that last Friday's show him and I talked about it on this podcast or you can find it on YouTube and see see us talking about it. Um but this favors blades so much because Volkov is so big on kicks. Well, that's so problematic when you're going against a wrestler because you're way more reluctant to put your leg out there because then he can grab it, take you down, and you're you're just done. And Blades was saying, Yeah, that's what happened with Junior dos Santos in his last fight, one of the best, you know, uh punchers and strikers in the heavyweight division. Well, Junior was kind of reluctant to, to go at Blades. Because they're so worried to get caught and then be brought down by the best wrestler in the entire heavyweight division in blades. Um, So Volkov is going to have to be so meticulous in picking his spots and going with those, you know, just the calf kicks. Because going with high kicks, I think it's going to be problematic. Volkov does have an array of strikes and that length. The other thing is the small cage plays so much into Blades' wheelhouse um, because it that, blades wants these distances to be smaller. I think as soon as he can get into the phone booth with him, exchange some punches, he's going to take him to the ground. No way. This goes to the distance. This goes the distance. And yet blades is such a huge favorite. I looked at all these different props, unless you go with blades to win plus winning method, which I think would be TKO KO, or DQ plus round. I don't see a great value bet anywhere here on razor um, because he's just that big a favorite.
1: So uh, I am with you on that. Uh, And in, in ones like this, you really got to go searching. I even had one of my buddies Mm -hmm. call me today and he's like, Hey, I was, I wanted to bet on the DNVR fighter, but I'm not finding much value in here. So again, these are not picks that I'm giving out. Of course. Um, But uh, if you're searching for value, I believe I've found some. Lay it on. You go the fighter and the round. Yes. And what I would do if I weren't ice cold Mm -hmm. uh, and I was giving out picks would be to sprinkle a little on blades in round one and blades in round two. Mm -hmm. Now, round one is plus 260. Round two is plus 400. And so... Let's say you put ten bucks on both of those. Well, you're you're in for twenty. If it happens in round one, you're getting back twenty-six, or you're you're getting back thirty-six because you get your ten back and then twenty-six. And if it happens in round two, you're getting back fifty. So you you have some safety there. Obviously, you're going to lose one of those bets no matter what, and there is a chance to lose both. Uh, But that's a place where you can go and find some value. Um, I think it would be weird to bet on just round two. Now you're just kind of crossing your fingers i will say this you also can get when uh the fight ends Mm -hmm. in round one or two minus 125 and the reason i'm talking about Mm -hmm. rounds one and two for a couple reasons one there is a belief out there that blades if blades wants another shot at nganu Mm -hmm. he needs to put on an entertaining fight Mm -hmm. and So I think he's going to be extremely aggressive. And then, on top of that, I was already thinking that. Well then last night, our guy Blades yeah. tweets this out. Yeah. FYI, if y'all were hoping to see a twenty five minute stand up war, you probably shouldn't tune into the main event because I fully intend on ragdolling my opponent. Just figured I'd let y'all know ahead of time. Oh yeah. Now that could be mind games and whatnot, but uh I just think that Blades not only needs to do this he needs to do it a certain way and that means knockout that means exciting knockout that means you know get the people on their feet proverbially or maybe just at the dnvr bar so i like rounds one and two i think blades comes out and and tries to go for something that sends a message to dana and even to Nganu that hey i'm you know i'm ready for a uh, i'm ready for another shot at this
2: i like it i like that thinking um yeah it's it's just hard to find some it is hard to find he's just such a big favorite and people just think he's gonna smoke
1: yeah it honestly kind of worries me a little bit but you're uh i'm pretty steadfast
2: but i mean he's locked in too you know i'm not uh his game plan. It's a nice matchup. Uh, Yeah. I, I'm very confident in blades in this one.
1: Here's another one. Although I don't know why you would do this instead of what I was just talking about, which is, uh, Curtis blades to win in round one or two. Mm -hmm. You can get plus plus one fifteen on that. So less of a investment. Um, and yeah,
2: I saw blades by KO TKO or DQ minus minus one ninety. Um,
1: that's Which still, I, you're I think is what
2: going to finish. Yeah, you're giving away a lot. Um, you
1: know, you well, go, uh, yeah, under I do two like and a half round rounds.
2: Yeah, under two and a half. What's that coming in at?
1: 148. So yeah. still just not a lot there.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, when our fighter's just amazing, there's not much you can do about it.
1: Yeah, and uh, he's protected as well with his dnvr right. mask
2: so let's get into that if you are applying the pro- oh <laughs> that protection yeah, i was yeah. gonna say the, the DraftKings protection um yeah great seeing him at the way in
1: look at that with the dnvr mask
2: boy he's just all business
1: dude. just get it over the nose there blades it's all yeah. right he's there's no one around uh anyways
2: <laughs> um if you're going to use the protection to go and put that money line on an underdog, and that's just for the main card, right? Yep. So, Hubbard, don't do it with Hubbard. You're not going to get that protection. I think Josh Emmett's the protection you go after because, again, that's that fight where I think one way or another, he's either getting KO'd or he's KO'ing someone. Yeah. So and- protection should be perfect for you. And he's a plus 115 underdog. So.
1: The truth is um he, the strategy really would be uh, to just take any main card underdog anytime and honestly yeah, um right especially the ones in expected knockouts you know yeah. like take away our love for Curtis Blades and the fact that he is a heavy favorite you know we're not just being homers here um oh, right. he is the favorite by a lot but no. you you could just sprinkle Volkov and the worst mm-hmm. case thing that well, the worst thing that happens is it goes to a decision we really don't think it's going through a decision Right. Um, but other than that you get it back and then, and if you won well then you have an emotional hedge there as you know the DNVR fighter went down but right. you won you know three to one odds
2: that's true this does make me think of all the main cards we've covered so far minus Amanda Nunez this is the biggest favorite we've had
1: it is Yep. yep
2: you know, by a mile too I don't think we've had anyone over minus two hundred outside of Nunez and Blades.
1: Do you have any sort of insight into how they pick these matchups and why? Like, why would you pick such a heavy favorite in Blades?
2: The heavyweight divisions in a bit of a tough spot because the the champion and top contender are kind of two two older guys. The, they they before having fought last they'd swap spots so the the top contender now was the champion and the champion was the top contender uh, you know they beat each other so now everyone wants the rematch between mitchich and uh, uh cormier and they're kind of, and they have no real interest in fighting blades or fighting Nganu, they just want this matchup and then to kind of go out into the sun and you know it's it's taken a while to get that it's finally scheduled for august and Blade seemed very relieved by that so then you've got then it's almost like Nganu's like the the gatekeeper he's almost the de facto champion but not really he should and, you know, be the champion right and so and he's all he's just fought rosen strike we had walt harris and Overeem fight fight each other already um, the
1: rosen strike fight Oh. <laughs> right,
2: yeah, what a mess. Tough to watch, um, you know. And uh, Blades has already beat Overeem, uh, and Ganu's already beat Blades. Uh, it's so it, Blades was kind of a good guy, and instead of pressing, just said, "Look, give me a fight. You want to give me a top five contender that's got a big audience because he's Russian and everything? Fine, let's do that. I'll prove that I'm worthy, and then you can give me that Ganu fight." or some some other... because Really, Blades, as the third contender, should be demanding after a big win in his last fight to fight someone ranked higher than him in the rankings. Problem is, as the third contender, this division's completely held up by Nganu waiting for a title shot and the top two guys needing to get their rematch done. It's, it's just, yeah.
1: I mean, Cormier, like, am I wrong in looking like... in saying that he does not look like he's prepared to fight? Like
2: you should have seen him in the title fight, dude. I I don't know that I've short of George Foreman. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone in a combat sport have that big a belly. Um, I'm
1: like, he's sitting there calling it and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. They've got the old legend from 25 years ago. Oh no. He's the number one. He's the title. What, what's going on? I'm like, and Ghana would kill this guy.
2: Yeah. uh, (laughs) On paper. That's what I would think as well. But, yeah, man. Uh heavyweight divisions weird too because those guys, their careers can last a little longer because speed's less of a part of the equation. So they're all a little older too. And so
1: what do you think the line would be if Ngananu and Cormier fought?
2: Uh interesting. I think it'd be pretty close. I mean, Nganu probably is getting more of the action. I don't know that he's much more than uh minus one forty though, you know.
1: Yeah, even that. I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, it, it, the smart thing would be Cormier wins this fight in August and then retires, yeah. right? That's what he should do.
2: Yes. Okay. And then it's just a new fight. It's just like, okay, Blades and Gano's the new champion. We're going to decide that in March or something.
1: Oh, right. Because then they, like, the guy who's just lost doesn't get a right. claim to it. So they, and then Dana just gets to decide what the title fight is. Right. And then blades fights for the title
2: yeah and then the division starts anew, and it could kind of be like the bantamweight now once uh cejudo left and for a second it was like oh man he's the biggest star for all those little guys and actually it's like oh now we have sandhagen and sterling and all these guys garbrandt's coming back and all these guys it's actually exciting for the division it opens things back up and hopefully that can happen with the heavyweights as well
1: yep well, as you can tell by the length of our show here today, we are excited about UFC this weekend. Uh, and if you're excited too, there are still spots at the DNVR bar. Awesome. So we've got uh, a few spots left yep. and you can come down, hang out with us, watch blades, watch our guy. We're going to have a lot of fun. Andre, what time are you getting there? I want to be there when you get there.
2: Um, I was thinking it starts between six and eight. I'll, uh, I'll try to get there right at six.
1: All right. I'll see I, you at six.
2: I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, you know.
1: so what time's our first fight here with your guy Hubbard? Oh, that's at 3.15. Yeah, that'll so be early.
2: early. Nice
1: so enough. then we got to wait a uh, little bit later. Yeah. So yeah, 6 o'clock. Uh, well, yeah, it looks like uh the the authors, Miller and Roberts, going together at uh, 6.15. So yeah, we'll be there at 6. Perfect. Come hang, come hang out. If you're a DNVR member, and you haven't been to the bar yet, you should because you'll find out that you get a 22-ounce beer for the price of a 16-ounce beer, which is a hell of a deal, especially when you just hold it in your hand. You feel more important and you are. Um, so come down, watch the fight with us. It should be a really good time. Uh, obviously, we'll stay by the state-mandated guidelines of how many people we can fit in there, and that's why you want to go ahead and RSVP now because if you RSVP, you guarantee your entry. So with that being said, It's going to wrap it up for us for the week on DNVR bets daily. I will let you know what my matchups are in the PGA tomorrow. So you guys can fade me uh, because I want you guys to all profit off of my pain.
2: There you go. Yeah, you better do that. And let me give out some quick uh, quick reminders and uh, European soccer bets.
1: Oh yeah. It's um,
2: been so successful for us. Yeah, right. I couldn't resist. Um, I did mention before I realized the caveat of the the first goal to score prop was just for those three games, which, by the way, Bruno Fernandes, first guy to score for Manchester United on a penalty kick. It's just Tottenham scored first. So that didn't work out. Anyways, Leicester City was my first pick for that. I really think this will be high scoring. Take their money line against Watford, plus 106. Very nice. Uh, All my picks here are basically road favorites who should be favored more. And remember, in European soccer, we saw this trend in the Bundesliga. Teams on the road aren't being impacted as much because there's no fans, duh. Um, So Lester, nice bet. Over 2.5 is an easy minus 118. Over 3.5 is a plus 215. Like that, plenty, for Leicester City, there's three bets on that game. Arsenal only favored plus 143 at Brighton to win in the money line. Brighton's kind of been a cellar dweller. I think people are too low on Arsenal after a disastrous game against City. Look, we saw that happening. That's classic Arsenal. But yep. they'll they'll play some entertaining football against a team like Brighton and get get back on the right way. And your Wolves plus 108. Uh, Money line against West Ham. Again, I think that's a nice value against a team that's played very well in the Wolves. West Ham's been kind of a seller-dweller. Uh, big game in the Bundesliga for the second and third spot, even though that's been locked up. Dortmund, plus 200. Over uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Look, Dortmund didn't play great last week. uh, First loss of the season. But this is a game that matters. And the second spot qualifies automatically for the Champions League. They're within three points of each other. So this is very important. Plus 200, Dortmund seems like great value, even though they're on the road. Um, And finally, KBO. Give me Lions-Tigers under nine. Great pitch-up matchup here. And give me Lotte-Giants against the KT Wiz over 10 and a half terrible pitching matchup here so there you go do you know
1: do you know how many picks you're down for this weekend
2: um i would have to add up what ufc ones don't count as official picks but between the main card and ufc plus some props i gave out like 10 and i just gave out another 8 so we're down for 18 all right, I'll, be, well, I'll be sprinkling Tony Finau to win the PGA RBC he in, in a bunch of different pr- uh, parlays this weekend, too. Oh, this is going to be a don't. blast. <laughs> you might be buying me dinner on Saturday uh, right. because things might be a little rough in the Simone household.
1: Chris Hill added up 138 picks for you. Sounds about
2: right. In five <laughs> weeks. That's a modest. Oh,
1: I think he was just talking about just this weekend.
2: Oh, oh well, of course.
1: Uh anyways, great stuff. Um and uh and Bronco Tiz here with one last uh one last question here. Who are you taking in the arcade vs. spano drinking match tomorrow night at the DNVR bar? Oh wow. Well I can tell you with the utmost certainty that I am a greater favorite in this matchup than Blades mm-hmm. is over Volkov.
2: Oh wow. Uh, it, the
1: question would just be the the real upset could yeah. be here if I get stuck driving home.
2: Yes, that is the that's the real. Who has the insides on that? Is the is the wise guy and all this really moving the line, pounding it hard?
1: Yeah, maybe you could bring in uh, our analyst here, Allie, to let us know uh, what, right. what she thinks. She has the best beat on uh, where that's going to be. She's not coming. Oh, she's oh, not- there she is. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, denied. She's- she is she coming she, she's uh, thinking uh, about it
2: oh there she think, is i'm sorry I'm a <laughs> headset on, like headset on do we have um, some insights who's driving home is is spano driving home and is rk driving home you you have brandon, better insights on rk i would say brandon and Lindsay. they're probably going to take an uber oh, um wow and, important and then i would say there's more of a chance that Ryan's driving home. Whoa, whoa
1: the, the lines <laughs> are shifting right before our eyes. Wow.
2: wow! Well, I hope you pounded that hard before uh, giving these insights to the public. <laughs> yeah, Allie. seriously.
1: It just went from minus 475 to uh, uh, plus, plus 120. Plus yeah. <laughs> There you go. Exactly. Um, but,
2: you guys, uh, you're still serious. You're saying, okay, I'll pay for your Uber.
1: Does he know that I'm staying in Boulder tomorrow night?
2: At <laughs> <laughs> this suddenly Ali over under two and a half tequila shots became. Oh, big- on that became oh, yeah. fire fire lines <laughs> get ready for that
1: oh man this sounds like my weekend i was i was hanging out with my buddies last weekend and literally people were betting on just everything they're just like love it one of my buddies would like pull out a, a couple dice and be like otter even 20 bucks and just roll it out
2: oh, God. love it
1: that's that's what it's gonna be like tomorrow night at the dnvr bar so it's incredible we're betting on everything all right yeah now we're officially going to wrap it up here on D N B R bets daily everyone ha- uh, good luck this weekend yes. and uh fade me as much as you possibly can catch you